Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Grooves in the hood. Grooves in the hood. My favorite sting song on any radio show in the country, maybe the world. It's a rip-up. It's the Global Game with Daniel Garb and Alex Brosk, and that song means Alicia Canavas, former Matilda, joins us to talk all things women's football. Hello, Alicia. Garby, how are you? Hi, Brosky. Hey, Alicia. Going Going very well. Um, We're getting close to that Olympic qualifier for the Matildas against Uzbekistan, of course, and uh, it's going to be a sold-out Marvel Stadium. Cannot believe it. Cannot wait for it. Just incredible what the Matildas are in this country. And so let's hone in on the squad selections, which we think it's going to be announced probably early next week, the Matilda squad for these qualifiers. Who is standing out for you, Alicia, as someone who's likely to make their way into the team, especially with, of course, Sam Kerr, as we know, out injured? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question, isn't it? Uh, we, we don't see a lot of rotation from Tony Gustafsson. So historically, this has always been the touch point um, in and around squad selection with Tony over the last couple of years. We haven't seen too many changes. Of course, with Sam Kerr out, it means he has to make a change here. He has to inject somebody, um, perhaps a little bit differently, obviously, in the starting lineup, but particularly um, falling into that attacking fold because you've lost your key attacker. Um, from the A-League, the natural progression for me was obviously Holly McNamara. She was playing amazingly well, obviously, until she did her ACL. But if I can make a pretty bold call, I don't know if it's a little bit early for her. But performance-wise, I think she's been in everything over the last couple of weeks. Chloe Legazzo, I think, has the ability. She's been there. She's historically um, played, obviously, for the Matildas at major tournaments. But experience-wise and, and coming into the team perhaps with the form that she does and she's played very high up in the park for Western United as well. I don't know if this allows her a bit of room for that call up I think that she's been longing for. I know she's been saying she's pretty much out of the fold but never say never I think um, based on her performances. And with obviously Sam Kerr being out I mean does it leave the responsibility then with Caitlin Ford and and Mary Fowler? Uh, Mary hasn't started a a league game for Man City since November she has had a lot of uh, most appearances off the bench does it you know fall on them too then or are you hoping someone else uh, you know between now and the Olympics comes through? Yeah, look, I think undoubtedly the the responsibility will fall on Caitlin Ford quite a fair bit in that attacking role and that attacking mindset and that leadership from the front. Broski as well, I think Caitlin Ford will have to lead naturally from the front, which she does anyway. Uh, Mary Fowler, I've been saying for a little while now, I think this is her tournament, uh, major tournament-wise, to step up and really shine as a youngster. We see a lot of players, um, even going back, Sinclair, Marta, uh, Megan Rapino. there's that sort of defining tournament that really throws them into the spotlight um, in a professional sense. Mary Fowler, I think this could be that tournament for her. So hopefully, uh, I know she hasn't had a lot of game time, but hopefully this tournament lends her that, uh, I guess, platform for Mary. The other person or other player, rather, that I think um, has an opportunity here is Hayley Rasso as well. I think um, 
Madrid have been a bit flat as a team, but I think still think her performance throughout the World Cup was, was spot on. Let's take a look at the A-League women's competition because Western United are flying the flag, their women's team, for that football club. We know there are problems on the the men's side on and off the pitch. But after what they did last season, Western United making the grand final, uh, they're up to third now. They had a big win over Melbourne City, 3-1 on the weekend. Hannah Keane has scored a, a bucket load of goals last season, starting to get back into some goal-scoring form. What has Cat Smith done there to turn things around? Garby, I'd love to know exactly <laughs> what the formula is down there in, in Western United. I mean, Hannah Keane has been sensational last year. Um, for me, their story last year was was really, really cool. I really enjoyed watching what they put together as a club and then converting that into performance on the pitch. Uh, slow start this year, but whatever Cat Smith ha- is doing there and has done to, to implement some positive change, um, I think is fantastic for the club. And their performance on the week weekend was was really really good Hannah Keane Chloe Legazzo the combinations in and around uh, their attack I thought were, were really impressive and um, I hope they can continue their form and the big blue um, well, we had Sydney youngster Maddie Caspers uh, scoring her second goal in in two weeks which was cancelled out by a Rachel Lowe penalty but not much in the way of action um, after that uh, in your opinion, I mean, with victory still sitting outside of the top six, Sydney, you know, six points off Melbourne City at the moment. Are, are either of these sides performing to their potential? Not at all. Um, I'll be pretty bold and blunt in saying it. And I think most people can look at both of those sides on paper and agree that, um, no, they're not playing to their potential for whatever reason that is in terms of, of the cohesion within those those units. They've got fantastic coaching staff, fantastic systems at both of those clubs. Um, I can't vouch for having any information as to how, what, when, where or why the, the break will why there's this breakdown but um just watching both of those teams it just seemed a little bit flat even when they did have their opportunities uh things were a little bit lackluster and and we know just looking at both of those sides even with victory the injection of uh, kk elise callan knight coming back into the team as well there should be some real momentum uh when these players come back and unfortunately for victory it's running a bit flat and i'm sure it's a frustration for jeff hopkins as well uh, the Mariners had a big win in the uh, the derby over Newcastle, their first season back in the A-League's women's competition, and they're, they're going along beautifully uh, in fifth place, just in line with everything that is good at that football club right now. Their women's side are, are doing an excellent job. Let's look at the Women's Champions League tomorrow morning. Final round of group stage games, and a big one from an Aussie point of view. PSG v Bayern Munich. Claire Hunt needing just a draw with PSG to qualify for the knockouts. It's a, a big one for a defender who, of course, was outstanding at the World Cup for the Matildas. Yeah, exactly right. And um, I touched on the idea of Mary Fowler having the, the moment or the tournament. I think this is a really big moment for Claire Hunt um, for her professional career as well, coming up against a team like Bayern, a club like Bayern. And as you said, Garby, just in her role uh, for PSG as well to perhaps hold a clean sheet in the priority, I'm sure, for them, but also to, if it's all they need is a draw, then she's got a pretty big task ahead of her. So full confidence with Claire Hunt. Her performances over the last 12 months have been really solid, and I'm sure she's up to the task. 
Hopefully she progresses. Uh, Avi Lewis-Harkin are also in pole position to qualify. They need a win against Hayley Razos. Real Madrid have picked up just the one point uh, in five games. That's unheard of for Real Madrid in the Champions League, but it's uh, a different circumstance, of course, for the women's side over the men's. Good luck to Avi Lewis in that one. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Alicia, so much to talk about. We're building up to that massive Olympic qualifier for the Matildas. We can't wait for it. And we look forward to your insights in the build-up on the Global Game every week. Yeah. Thank you, guys. It's going to be an exciting month ahead, that's for sure. Thanks, Alicia. Thanks, Alicia. Plenty more coming up on the Global Game. We're going to go west after the break and uh, touch on this magnificent story that is the Perth glory. Everything going wrong off the field, but it's all going right on the field. How? We'll find out from the coaching staff after the break.